Welcome back to Young, Flirty, and Not Thriving. Um, next week, we will actually be going live next Monday night at oh. 7 p.m. <laughs> on Instagram. Yes, um, 7 p.m. What time? Eastern. There you go. Yes, standard yeah. time. <laughs> I, I'm I'm here yes. to keep Haley in check. That's yes, what I'm you. That's my purpose. Yeah. You're um, welcome. It will be a very you know, unhinged, unedited, really just, we have an outline of things we want to talk about, oh. but it will not be like advice based. It'll just be, you know, the two of us hanging out. So we will make sure Absolutely. to post reminders of that, but you guys can join us live. And then we will also upload um, the recording onto the podcast platform so that you're able to listen to it and not just on Instagram. But with that being said, we do have our last giveaway word for our $75 Amazon gift card giveaway. So from this episode until the, what, last four episodes, we have been um, announcing one word each episode. So at the end of this episode, you'll have the final word. You'll have to put all the word, those words together and submit the giveaway phrase to us so you'll be able to d dm us uh, no later than tuesday march 15th at 11 59 mountain standard time rainy typed that in so that we wouldn't forget and then we will announce the winner on instagram thursday the 17th so with all of those fun announcements we are going to introduce our special guest so hi my name is Mariolga. I am a licensed esthetician and the owner of La Isla Spa in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, welcome. We are really excited for this episode. It's nice to have someone come on and really share what they are passionate about. And, and they're very well educated. Too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so smart. So I'm I've been looking at the notes and I'm just I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. This is a real treat for us. Yeah. So oh well, thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I love listening to your show and you guys are hilarious like together. Um and I just <laughs> yeah. I think it's a really fun concept to um sit and talk about this stuff because it's it just doesn't always get talked about. Yeah. No. And Heaven knows I need it. We all do. Everyone can definitely benefit. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if your face is crusty, listen to this. So, <laughs> okay. Um, are you ready to move on to hot Yeah. Takes? Let's do hot takes. <laughs> Rainy, do you okay. want to read ours? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one, I don't know. I've seen some people like really go off the wall um go completely a wall over this and it just feels very unnecessary so Haley and I chose that we should let moms have pretty slash aesthetically pleasing homes because just because like their home isn't messy or unkempt or whatever it doesn't mean that like their children aren't having a childhood. I see so many moms um, just basically degrade other moms because they have vases on their, um, I don't know, their bottom shelf of their book, of their bookcase, or mm -hmm. they'll get mad because they don't have laundry strewn everywhere or toys everywhere. And it's like, okay, that's not that 
big of a deal if somebody wants to keep their house orderly and clean, or if another person wants to keep it um, a little more untidy and whatever, it's totally fine. It's up to you, but it doesn't mean that your children are like <laughs> suffering because you keep the house clean. It just, it makes no logical sense to yeah, me. Like, I but... think your child will be okay if their toys are kept in like a white bin that doesn't get yeah. dirty. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, yeah. <laughs> but so many doesn't... people think that it's the end of the world. Well, and it doesn't mean you're a bad mom either. Like I've seen a lot of people take it to that extent mm. that like you're a bad mom because you're spending more time cleaning and like taking care of your house yeah. than you are being around yeah. your like, children. Uh, you, yeah. You, you care more about like your house looking nice than your kids mm-hmm. just enjoying their childhood. I'm like, I don't think it's that deep. Yeah. Like, and it's like, how about both? <laughs> presumably people are getting this information from like social media and you have to mm-hmm. realize like social media is one tiny square. Think about what is on the edges of this. It's probably a whole pile of laundry, like right outside the camera frame that you can't see. They just wanted like a nice picture, like just leave them alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> leave real. the laundry alone. Like also, um, I follow this mom on TikTok. I'll link her below. I just, I can't remember her name right now, but she does all of these like organizing cleaning videos or kind of almost like ASMR type videos. I would not be here today without those videos. <laughs> so <good about> <laughs> they, they give me the air I breathe. Yeah. Makes you feel good. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I don't want anyone bashing her because I would like to keep having her content. So, (laughs) yeah. But, um, how about you, Marioga? What's, what's your hot take? So my hot take, um, this one is a little bit personal, but my hot take is whenever you meet somebody new for the first time, um, and they do have a unique name like my own, um, I think it is incredibly rude to assume that they are foreign and to ask them where they're from as if they're not from like this country. Um, Like nine times out of 10, when I introduce myself to people, the very next question that I hear come out of people's mouth is like, oh, where are you from? And, you know, when I tell them, I'm like, oh, well, here, like I live here. Yeah. It's like, well, no, mm-hmm. what country did you come from? Bitch, can I not just be from here? Like, <laughs> you're like the US. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm from here. Hello? And it's, it's almost like this look of like disappointment on their face. Like mm-hmm. I somehow, my, my being has now disappointed you because I didn't give you like an exotic place for mm-hmm. you to connect to. Um, so yeah, that's my hot take. I feel like you shouldn't ask people where they're from instead, you know, you ask them like, oh, what's your nationality or your ethnicity or Mm -hmm. what a unique name? Like, does that have family meaning? Don't just Mm -hmm. be like, well, where are you from? You can't be from Mm -hmm. here. Like, where are you from? (laughs) No. Well, and it's just an assumption. It's yeah. Yeah. It can be a pretty rude assumption if you jump to that conclusion. I wonder like what a good comeback would be for that you should you should say something like the faraway land of South Carolina like (laughs) (laughs) I've heard some pretty um 
pretty X-rated like responses before and I've said them to people's faces too, but I'm like, maybe shouldn't actually, maybe shouldn't say like, I think it would actually take it a little too far if I said it on the podcast, but um, there are some pretty good responses that I have heard and given back to people to that kind of question. Yeah. Give us, give us one. Yeah. Go for it. Um, yeah. You want to know where I came from? I came from my mom's vagina. Oh, (laughs) great. I mean, that's amazing. (laughs) There we go. Now our place you came from. Yes. Now (laughs) they have a good comeback to that too. I think, I think a lot of that too, is it's just, in my opinion, asking that question kind of shows some privilege. And it's like, I don't know that, that you think that just because you have a white name and you're white, like that, that everybody else who isn't, who doesn't fit that norm mm-hmm. is completely different. Right. And that's just like, not the truth. Um, and so I think by rewording it kind of like what you said, I, I really like the one, um, that's a really beautiful name. Uh, does it have a special meaning? I think that is a way to show that like we're equal rather than you must be some some foreigner (laughs) you must be from somewhere Mm -hmm. else so yeah I really appreciate that yeah I mean at the end of the day your name is your identity and it's it's given to you for one reason or another whether your parents like wanted it to have meaning or they just really liked a character from a movie or a book or maybe they made it up or whatever but like that's who you are at the end of the day and so for somebody to like not even be willing to like call you by your name or to just mm-hmm. assume like you know that it, it it's just rude yeah yeah and I mean Haley has a super foreign name too yeah I've crazy I never where heard it from <laughs> yeah where where are you from Which, Haley? actually <laughs> I got my name from my great-great-grandmother Ma Haley and luckily my parents dropped the ma because oh that is really no that is so sad that is so unfortunate Mahaleys. you know that would be <laughs> a really cute you like grandparent name when you if you ever be, choose to be a grandparent they could call you Mahaley wait that's really Mahaley cute. yeah isn't that really cute like that's that your is. Haley like that yeah that's my Haley yeah that's I'm really gonna call cute. I'm not gonna wait till she's 80 I'm gonna call her that now yeah. <laughs> No, I will say what drives me crazy is with the demographic that I teach in, I have about 70, 80% of my students are Latino. And with that, most have multiple last names. And so I think it's really annoying when teachers will say, okay, well, which one is your real last name? But why do you have so many last names? And they're not asking in the sense of, oh, I'm genuinely interested about your culture. They're like, well, it's just too complicated. Like, why can't your name, why can't you just have one last name? It makes it really hard for me. And I'm like, you should be fully aware of the area that you're teaching in. And that's so inappropriate to question a child or belittle a child because of their a culture child. like yeah like yeah. that's the emphasis yeah. on this it's a child yeah and then they're like well if you marry you know this other student would that student have four last names and it's just the tone that they bring to the conversation is just so inappropriate but it's yeah. it's it's not out of genuine interest for their culture it's just 
you know, let me pick on you. That's so shocking and so sad. Yeah. I hope, I hope so bad that those children never hear teachers saying that because shame on them that, that, I mean, like, that's just so terrible. Yeah. There's a child, like you said, at the end of the day, like that's a child child. It's just, it's very tacky and ill-mannered. I feel. Yeah, absolutely. (sighs) Yes. All right. Well, I guess we can move on to thriving, not thriving. Yeah. So. And you're you're first, yeah. Haley. So um, how are you? <laughs> I am not thriving. I think I came home and took like a two-hour nap, but I have two weeks until spring break. I'm just like slowly, slowly <laughs> getting through day by day, and I'm just – I'm ready for it. Also – this will be fun. I get to see Justin Bieber in Atlanta in two weeks during my <sighs> spring <gonna> break. <laughs> so I'm very excited. That's I'm awesome. jealous. I remember, I think it was, was it maybe freshman year of high school? Yes. We went and saw um, Never Say Never together. So. Yes. And from one believer where, to another. Yes. And where, I don't, I don't know if you have. I don't know if you've mentioned where you live, so I'm not going to say it, but where we lived was like featured in the movie for like a hot second. And I oh, was like, yes. oh, I have, like, oh yeah, my God. Greenville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> we were not expecting that. Yeah. So, yeah. We were like, oh my God. <laughs> we're famous. I'm, yeah. I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So not really thriving at the moment, but like my time is coming, I feel. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. yeah. Rainy, how are you? Oh, I am doing okay. Um, I'm I'm at that weird like in between point of thriving and not thriving. Um, I've I've been pretty like good emotionally, like pretty happy, whatever. Um, I just I have a ton to do this week. I am feeling like I don't know. It just feels like everything in my life decided to all happen this week. Um, every person that wanted a meeting with me, every like homework assignment that I needed to do every big project, like it is all just this week for some reason. (laughs) And so I'm just, I don't know. I'm like trying to take it one day at a time. Um, and for our listeners, um, if anyone deals with like anxiety issues, I, I struggle with some anxiety myself. So like, no, you're not alone. Um, it's definitely like interfered with that a little. So I'm kind of on a little bit less sleep than usual because <laughs> oh. I've just been so stressed, but that's okay. Just again, just one day at a time, I will get through. <laughs> yeah. oh. So, all right. And Mariogo, how are you? Uh, I guess I'm the odd one out. I am thriving. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> I, I'm doing great. <laughs> I, um, I've gotten some really great news about my business um, this past week that has just kept me on like a mental high for the past seven <gasps> days. So I'm mm-hmm. riding that one out until it like really goes out. But yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing really good. Um, good news with the business. And, and it's something that I, haven't gotten to share with my audience, like my clients and my audience yet. So I don't want to say too much here either. Um, but it, it, overall it was like very exciting. It was something that I had prayed for, for a long time and was manifesting and had actually just 
mentioned in a business meeting um, Sunday before I got the news on Tuesday. So I was like, best news ever this week. So living on a high right now. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, like really, that is so exciting. It manifestation works. It does. It's great. Absolutely. (laughs) Power of just like speaking it into action and writing things down on paper and looking at like a vision board or a picture or whatever it is that you want. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. having that every single day, it definitely pushes you in that direction. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm super happy for you. (laughs) That's that's really exciting. And we look forward to hearing whatever that news is when it comes up. So if you guys aren't following her yet, um, we'll again, make sure to leave all of that information down in the description so you can hear about it too when it comes out. So, (laughs) all right, well, we are going to take a quick break and then we will be back and answering some questions. Okay, welcome back. We are so excited to get into this Q&A portion. Um, It's going to be a lot like when we had Ashley Sanders, the New House Mormon on. Um, Just we're going to ask Marioga a bunch of questions and just let her talk away. (laughs) She's the (laughs) expert here. So um, our first question for her is, what is an easy routine I can do to keep my skin healthy? This is, I think, one of like my most asked questions and definitely one of my favorite questions to answer. Um, So in order to have healthy skin, the key to it is going to be consistency. And for most people, in order for us to be consistent, we need just a really simple routine. Um, If we have too many steps, we are just not going to want to do them or follow them at all. Um, so I tell people, um, your core steps are what every single person should be doing, no matter your age, your skin concern, your skin type, everyone should be doing these three to four steps. And that is cleansing your skin twice a day. So once in the morning and once in the evening, you should be exfoliating on a regular schedule. And I phrase it like that because every exfoliant is different. There are some that are meant to be used only once a week. There are some that are meant to be used only three times a week. And there are some that are safe to use every single day. But finding an exfoliant that fits your lifestyle and your personal needs and using it according to the directions on the bottle in a consistent manner. Um, And then moisturizing twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening, and then wearing an SPF in the, during the daytime, um, those three to four steps, cleansing, exfoliating, moisturizing, and protection. Those are your core steps that anything else that you add into your routine later on, like a toner, an eye cream, a serum, that's extra credit. And I'm a big fan of extra credit. It'll be what changes your skin and like what actually makes the difference. Um, but just a a general healthy balanced skin routine should be those three to four core steps. I remember I have, I have a friend who 
was kind of getting into being like a skincare influencer. And I got really excited. It was like maybe three or four years ago. And she was constantly, you know, posting new products. And I remember thinking, oh, this is great. You know, I can go out and buy these products. I tried everything like all at once. And my face hated me for like Mm. three or four weeks. It was like, what are you doing to me? Because, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. And she wasn't a professional. She was just, you know, having fun buying products and testing them out. And yeah. Well, and so when, when I do have a new client, something I always remind them is like, first and foremost, you already presumably have product at your house. You already have a bottle of cleanser or something at your house. Go ahead and finish off your products. And as you are starting to get low on your moisturizer, your cleanser, one by one, we start to change them from over-the-counter products to professional grade products. Mm -hmm. And that way we can figure out like what exactly is working and what isn't, what gave you a reaction and what is safe. Um, And it, 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 allows for the transition to be easier on your skin as well as your wallet. Um, because at the end of the day, I do tell my clients, you know, you do want to be using professional grade product over the counter products, um, are not going to be helpful at all. Um, you really want professional grade and professional grade is a little bit more expensive upfront. It lasts longer because it is more concentrated. So you don't use it up as quickly. Um, but it is a, a little bit of a higher price tag up front. So switching one by one, you know, helps to make it an easier transition. So I can imagine like if you had bought everything at once, yeah. you know, it's like, crap, what is changing my skin and why is it doing this? And mm-hmm. so uh, that's nice. Keep it easy at first. And then Mm-hmm. Extra credit comes later. <laughs> Extra credit comes later. You would be so proud of me because I do, <laughs> I do those things and yeah. that's about it, Go but <laughs> I do the basics. <laughs> well, you know, and some people, they just don't have the desire to do more and that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. that's fine to each their own. Um, some people don't have the time in their schedule to do more. They might only have two minutes in the bathroom And so if we can keep it to a bare minimum where we're just keeping your skin healthy and protected, like fine. One day when you do find the time or the extra cash or just the desire to do more, it'll come, you know, and we can talk about what works for you then, but there's no need for people to feel like they need 12 steps if if it's just not, you know, gonna work for them. I think a lot of that comes from TikTok culture. Um, mm-hmm. like I'll be honest, or even YouTube culture, you just see a lot of these girls using 12, 13 step things. And honestly, they're probably unrealistic. They're sitting there saying, Oh, this is my night routine that I do every single night. And it's like, I doubt it. They probably have nights where they skip or forget things or do different things. And so, you know, not buying into that, I think helps save a lot <laughs> of yeah. time and money too. So 
Yeah. I mean, um, you know, how many times have you been on social media and you get captivated by a product simply because somebody was like, it smells like peaches. And you're like, well, I like peaches too. Yeah. You know, and so you buy it. Um, that's where I come into play. And I'm like, no, no, you don't want the peach scented one that is filled with fragrance. Like you want this one instead. And Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of my job is just keeping you away from (laughs) All those, all those ads, the gatekeeper. Yeah, they work. I mean, the people who create those ads, they're very smart because they work, (laughs) but it's, it's, we live in a world where, um, marketing skincare marketing in particular is almost like the devil. Like (laughs) it's just almost nearly impossible to figure out the average consumer to figure out, you know, what is true and what isn't and what is good and what is a waste of money. All right. Well, going on to question two, why did I start to develop acne again as an adult? Another great question. Um, Okay. So when we were in middle school and maybe like even fifth grade, I think we talk about this too. Uh, But fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you talk about puberty and you have health class and everybody tells you like, oh, you're going to become a woman and you're going to become a a little man and you're going to have hormones and special changes. Right. And then they also, they decide to skip to when you're in your late forties, your fifties, your sixties. And they're like, oh, you're going to go through menopause and you're going to be a what, like a, a a woman and, and all of this. No one tells you that when you are in your twenties, your thirties, maybe even your forties. For some people, you go through something that I refer to as your second puberty. And that is a time in your, um, in your life where your body decides that you have entered childbearing years. Um, your, your hips get wider, you'll go up in jean size, you gain 10, 15, 20 pounds that you just cannot get rid of anymore. Um, and your hormones change, thus changing your skin. Um, it is very, very likely for you to develop acne again in your twenties, your thirties, even your early forties. Um, it's your body's way of saying like, Hey, you know, I'm a woman I'm changing. It's time, you know, I'm ready to have children. Um, it's just the joys of being a woman, honestly, it's just ever changing. <laughs> I love it. Once, yeah. Once you think that you've got it under control, they change again. So <laughs> lovely. Yes. And then, you know, to just make it even nicer, you have the hormones changing, but your twenties and your thirties are kind of like that time where you are learning to be on your own and you're learning who you are and your own lifestyle. Um, so your lifestyle changes start to affect your skin as well. Um, you know, if you, if you recently started or stopped drinking, if you recently started or stopped smoking, if you recently, uh, started or stopped having dairy in your diet, Um, if you just got a new stressful job or you've just been put in a new stressful situation, like all of these things play into your skin as well. Um, and it's, it's because you're, you're entering this new phase of life that you're just like, I don't, you know, I don't know how to handle it. Everything's just changing at once. So your skin just kind of freaks out too. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, um, I wish I could send my body a memo that like, <laughs> I'm not planning on having kids anytime soon. So figure it out. Yeah. So yeah. figure it out. Let's do something else. But yeah. unfortunately that's not an option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say, you know, um, everyone has the chance to talk to their doctor and see if starting, you know, birth control is going to be helpful for them in their situation. Um, birth control has been in some cases, you know, proven to help with acne. Um, so that's a conversation to have with a gynecologist and it kind of kills two birds with one stone. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, let's move on to question three. Thank you so much for that. That was, uh, this has been so helpful so far. Yes. It's so good. Before um, we do that, I oh, did uh-huh. not include <laughs> Forgot our this. giveaway yes. word. Yeah. I put it in our notes, but okay. Our last giveaway word of the season is June. So go to your little notes app, wherever you have it written down, update it, DM us the phrase once you figure it out. But the last word is June and DM us Tuesday night, 1159 yep. Mountain Standard Time. We won't take any more entries after that. So please DM us by then. Um, and hopefully we'll have a winner for the next day. It's gonna be good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So um, now back to question three, uh, when should I start using an eye cream, retinol, et cetera? Yeah. Um, you know, so this is going to be a little bit personal for each family and kind of what their parents think is like most appropriate for them. Um, but honestly, the earlier, the better. If you want to give your 11 year old child an eye cream, do it because <laughs> There, there are some that would be, you know, like gentle enough for 11, 12, 13 year olds to use. And it is going to just promote, you know, that, um, habit from an early age. Um, or if you decide that, you know, you don't want to talk to your tween teens about that, and you want to wait for them to figure that out when they're adults, then, you know, as a young adult, I would really recommend getting into that, but again, the earlier, the better. I, I would not hesitate at all giving an 11 or 12 year old, a hydrating eye cream, um, go for it, you know, or in my case, when I was 11, 12, 13 years old, and I had terrible acne when I was going through puberty, my doctor gave me a retinol. Thankfully, my mom was like, cool with that. And and I used a retinol as a teenage, like a preteen. Um, so when it comes to products like that, the earlier, the better, um, you can use them as preventatives so that when you, as we do start to age and we get into thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, all of that, you know, where we're not having to look into more invasive procedures like, um, Botox fillers, facelifts, the, um, facial threads. If you've ever like seen those, um, those can get really expensive. They can get invasive. Not everybody's comfortable with that, but for the most part, like everybody's comfortable with using an eye cream and almost everyone wishes they had used one earlier. That's such good advice. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so moving on to question four, how often do I really need to be wearing SPF and is my makeup enough? I recommend that everybody wears SPF every single day. I personally even wear my SPF at night. I am so obsessed with my SPF that I have. I think it makes my skin feel so good that I will wear it morning and night. Um, But for my normal clients and regular people, you know, just during the day is enough. Um, but the, the SPF that comes in makeup is not enough. Your SPF wants to be its own separate stuff. Um, if you are to only rely on the SPF that is included in your makeup, you would actually need a, about eight times the amount of foundation or powder that you need um, or that you use to get the correct SPF coverage. Um, typically, SPF in makeup is actually there just to add color to the makeup. Um, a lot of times, like if you read the the label on your foundation or your powder or whatever it is that has the SPF, um, you'll see, it'll say like titanium dioxide and then the percentage, um, titanium dioxide specifically that is, that's there to add color and it can be found in anywhere from your foundation to SPF to lollipops, soaps. Um, you can find titanium dioxide in anything. It's to add anything. It is, it's just there to add color and conveniently they can claim it has SPF in it as well, but wow, no, it's not. I did not know that. (laughs) So there's SPF in your lollipops kids. Yeah. (laughs) The little like swirly ones, like actually they're not little at all. The huge, like swirly ones that you Uh can buy from like Disney world and stuff. Yeah. Titanium dioxide. Read it. It's it's <gasps> disgustingly delicious. <laughs> That's so <laughs> weird, but I love it. Wait, so then I have a follow-up question. This is totally like a selfish, I just want to know kind of thing. Yeah. But um when you're wearing SPF, I I had heard some people say that like you should wear it even if you plan on being inside all day, because even like the, the light from your windows or even from your like screens and stuff can be enough to like kind of damage your skin. Is that true? Like a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, um, if you think about it, do you guys have any house plants like in your home mm-hmm. and they stay inside all day long? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you rely on the sunlight through the window to give it all the nutrients it needs. Mm-hmm. That same sunlight hits your face. Or like, have you ever had like a sunburn from a car ride you know if you sit on the side of the car yeah and yeah okay so then what about the whole um you can get like damage to your skin from the from like screens so like your computer screen your tv screen yeah yeah absolutely um the blue light from our computers or any of our devices computers cell phones um, TVs the same way. Um, if you have a job, you know, where you sit in front of screens all day, you'll feel your eyes start to get strained. That same light, that same blue light that's hurting your eyes is also affecting your skin. Your skin's just not like as reactive. It's not going to like physically tell you like, Oh, it hurts, you know, but you can feel that your eyes hurt. That same blue light is affecting your skin as well. Ooh, that's question. so interesting. Out of interest. <laughs> yes. 
is just thinking in the in the realm of education where so many students spend most of their days in front of a screen Mm -hmm. do you think will that show in like long-term either damage or just like effects or impacts on the skin later on in life for students who are now even starting in kindergarten staring at a screen for I mean even three hours a day and it just continues to build up I do um however I think it's going to be really hard to separate um how how much of it was the the blue light from the screen and how much of it was the um, strain and stress of being a student in modern day um, Mm -hmm. time as well. I I personally think it's probably much more stressful to be a student now than it was when I was, was a a student. Um, So I think it's going to be, I think it will show, but it'll, there will be a lot of other factors that play Mm -hmm. into it as well for those kids besides just the blue light from a screen. And I I think it's going to be hard, difficult to say like exactly what percentage of it was the screen and what percentage was this and that and, and all these other things, but yes. Yeah. What hopefully happens that could help to diminish that is is buying like blue light blocking screen protectors for devices like iPads and and computers mm-hmm. and iPhones um but that would be really hard to um i think convince a whole like school yeah. board to implement <laughs> i don't even have a lot of issue in my classroom right now so <laughs> Yeah. 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 Forget the screen protectors. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised they could afford Chromebooks. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. That's, oh, that is so interesting. Cause I remember hearing that whole thing about the screens and I was like, is that true? That, that it just, they felt a little surreal, but I mean, it makes a lot of sense now that you've explained it. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely make sure to put my SPF on before I get on my phone. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing, like SPF doesn't have to feel chalky and chunky and gross. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I am obsessed with mine. I think I have like the most luxurious SPF and it's not anything like that would break the bank either. So just, you know, play around, find one that you like and, and fall in love with it. That's the thing. You just got to fall in love with your SPF and you're, you'll be good. Yeah. Okay. So follow-up question. This is not sponsored by the way, guys, <laughs> but what one do you use? Yeah. Um, I am a really big fan of Sonrei SPF, S-O-N-R-E-I. Um, their like angle, if, if you will, um, is that their SPF is applies on translucent. Um, so the one that I use is their see clearly SPF. It's a clear gel. Um, and I feel like a glazed donut after I put it on (laughs) all the dewiness, (laughs) all the glow and all the hydration. Um, I'm, I'm just obsessed with it. Yeah. And is there anything more you could want than feeling like a glazed donut? I mean, that's, that's peak. Yeah. That's (laughs) the best way to start your day. It's the best way to end your day. Like no one can touch you. All the hate just slides right off. Like, (laughs) nope. Man, this SPF has superpowers. I love it. (laughs) Again, not sponsored. No, not at all. I love that SPF though. 
Yes. Okay. And um, our last question before we go into the rapid fire ones is how does our lifestyle affect our skin? And I guess we already kind of talked about that with like the screens, but what else do you have to add to that? Yeah. Um, okay. So the sun is the number one aging factor. Um, so first and foremost, like the amount of time that you spend in the sun will be the biggest thing that ages you. Um, and stress is the number two thing that ages people. Um, so if you, if you just have a high stress job, if you are just a super anxious person, 24 seven for your entire life, like stress, stress and the sun are going to be the biggest aging factors. Um, and people love to blame it on genetics. Genetics plays a part in some extent, but believe me, sun and stress are the biggest things. Um, after that lifestyle, just in general, you know, like how you are eating, what you are putting into your body, how you choose to spend your free time. Um, if you want to spend your life sitting on a couch and eating Big Macs all day long, like do you, that's cool, but don't expect for your skin to look great afterwards. Um, in order to have healthy skin, you need to have an overall healthy and balanced lifestyle. And that does include exercising and eating well, um, your body and your, your cells in your body quite literally become whatever you feed them. Um, so if you are feeding it Big Macs, you will become a Big Mac. If you are giving it carrots and smoothies and, you know, love, then you will become carrots and smoothies and love. So, well, I guess we'll move on to our rapid fire questions. So we asked our listeners to submit any questions they have about skincare in general. So feel free to, you know, answer these as quickly or slowly <laughs> as you want, but we have four of them. So first one, does water temperature matter when washing your face? Yes. Yeah. So, um, you, don't want to wash your face with like super hot water. Um, the same way, like you don't really want to wash your hands with super hot water. If you touch it and it hurts. Don't, you know, like turn it down. Just don't hurt yourself. <laughs> um, that being said, like you don't, you also don't need to wash your face with like ice cold water either. Um, just a nice, like lukewarm water is going to be good. You want it to be warm enough that it'll open up your pores and, and let the cleanser get into the pores. Um, and then if at the end you want to rinse with a little bit cooler water, that's fine. But like, by no means does it need to be ice water and like, please don't hurt yourself trying to get like scolding hot water either. Um, just a lukewarm water is fine. It's fine. Perfect. And then next is tips for treating very hormonal skin. Yeah. So, um, if it is, if it's truly hormonal, first and foremost, go talk to, you know, your doctor, um, because hormonal acne needs the hormones need to be addressed. And, and, an esthetician is not a doctor. I don't control, you know, your hormones. So you, you might need to get on hormone balancing medications. Um, you, you might need to, again, possibly start birth control like that. That's going to be the first thing that I say is if it is truly hormonal, 
you need to go talk to your doctor first. And after they um, give you their plan, whether that's medication or holistic approaches, then you, you speak with a skin expert and they can uh, piggyback off of that. But hormones at the end of the day are, you know, a different, um, that's just a different person's specialty that is going to be a doctor's specialty, not an esthetician. All right. What are your tips for removing blackheads at home? Um, (laughs) so I love this because, um, I'm a picker through and through, like I love to pick skin. That's why (laughs) I do what I do. Um, and I know that most of my clients are also pickers, Um, and I'm, I will never be angry at my clients for picking their skin because it's just natural. You know, if you see it, you're going to want to get it. Um, so what I tell people is just make sure that your hands are clean, make sure that your skin is clean. The best time to attempt at removing a blackhead is after you've taken a shower at that point, presumably your whole body is clean. So like including your hands and your face. Um, your skin is nice and steamed. Your, your pores are open. You're going to have the easiest time getting that blackhead removed then. And I suggest you try with, um, Q-tips. If you're using your fingers, you're going, you're going to inevitably want to use your nails and then you'll damage the skin. So try with some Q-tips and if it doesn't come out easily, then it's leave it alone. It, It doesn't want to come out yet. Um, at no point should you hurt your skin. Should it bleed? Should it be turning purple or red? Um, just if it, if it, after taking a shower and washing your face and letting that steam get to it, if it still doesn't want to get out, come out, then it's just not going to, at that point, you want to see a professional. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. And last question, how to control oily skin, even in a dry environment. Yes. So that's going to all come back to your making sure that you have a good skin routine. You're doing your core steps and you're using professional grade product. Again, like those over-the-counter products, they aren't, they're not formulated well at all. That's why they're at the price point that they're at. And that's why they're so mass produced is because they're very inexpensive. Um, and that's not to say that you need to go out and buy like a $400 like moisturizer. Absolutely not. But make sure that you do have, you know, a, a good professional grade product that you are using. Um, and those professional grade products will have ingredients in them um, that will help to absorb excess oil in the skin throughout the day. Um, and they will be catered towards more oily skin. Um, but that it's, it will heavily depend on you using the correct products and using them correctly. I also even heard that, um, if your skin is really dry, sometimes it can overproduce oil, making you think you have oily skin, even though you don't, you actually have dry skin. Is that true? Yeah. So, um, what I notice a lot of times with, with, um, clients is that when they come in, 
as a new client and they tell me like, oh, I've been using, you know, this brand from Target and this one from Walmart. And I bought this bottle from my friend who sells this MLM line. Um, no, that MLM. is, yeah, I, yep, it happens. Um, so what, what ends up happening is their skin becomes dehydrated um, because of, of the cheaper, lower quality products. Um, their skin becomes dehydrated and yeah, they can feel dry. Their skin might feel dry and it might start overproducing oil. And then because it's producing all this extra oil, they think they're oily, but, and, and they might be like breaking out and everything, but their skin still feels dry, even though they're breaking out and it starts to get like very confusing and it will all stem from just the products that they're using and, and the grade of product and the quality of product. Oh, that is so interesting, man. You have taught us so much today. (laughs) I am like, I'm going to have to go home and lay down and think (laughs) after (laughs) to go back and listen. (laughs) Yeah. Because I just, I feel like, you know, I, like I said, I just do the absolute bare minimum, but it just, it sounds like sometimes the bare minimum is enough. And then other times maybe there's other things that can help. So yeah, you've answered so many questions and I'm sure there's millions more, um, for you. So if people wanted to reach out and ask you some questions, where could they find you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram as well as TikTok at La Isla Spa. Um, so I don't, I can spell that out for you. So it's L-A-I-S-L-A-S-P-A um, again on Instagram and TikTok. And Perfect. I'll make sure to mention all of that in the comments and when we post, we'll tag you so everyone can find you. Yes, it'll be in the description. There will be plenty of places for you to find her too. So um, they can hopefully ask you some questions and maybe even get you some new customers, hopefully. So (laughs) um, we just wanted to give a quick reminder about the giveaway one more time. I know this is like the third reminder, but we just want (laughs) you to remember. (laughs) That's why we're doing it. Um, And then this live you guys, like, I know we talked about it real quick at the beginning, but it is going to be so good. It will be absolutely unhinged. It's going to be Haley and me, like you've never seen us before. No. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a little chaotic, but we are so excited. So like grab a friend, get some popcorn, like whatever you need to do. (laughs) It's going to be so fun. Um, so that'll be again, 5 PM mountain standard time next Monday. Um, And we will make sure to save the live as well if you aren't able to attend and watch when we uh, premiere it. So um, again, huge, huge thank you to Marioka for her like wisdom and for being willing to come on the show. Um, It has just been so fun getting to know you and we're grateful that we had you on. Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. Yeah. It's been really good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, happy hashtag not thriving Thursday. Yes. Can't ever forget it. Yeah. (laughs) And we will, well, we'll talk to you guys on Monday on our live, or you might be just listening to our recording when we post next Thursday. Yeah. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.